I was just getting ready to do this because, you know, I always have to set up. Uh-huh. And my girlfriend's like, is it showtime? It's showtime. <laughs> it's my new favorite way to explain our podcast. I feel bad. I don't know how to work anything. I don't know how to set up any of this. And I have to ask Anna. Why at this point? Because we're pretty deep. Do you not know how to set up your equipment yet? I'm just, I'm not tech savvy. That's not my wheelhouse. But that's not true because he, you DJed, and I know that that requires equipment and buttons. But I got very, very deep into like the research of how to set things up and not only set them up efficiently, but set them up quickly without mm-hmm. the dicking around. And that was a little trial and error, but then I got it. This, I don't, maybe it's the pressure because I'm just in my house talking to you, which I do every day, whether we're recording it or not. Is that what you call pressure? No, I'm saying I don't have the pressure. Oh, you don't have it. Okay. Good. I was like, wow. So anyway, I should probably learn this skill. And you're right. I should get on that. I probably <laughs> won't, but I but I will do my best. I don't care at all. Like if you guys have it figured out, <laughs> Godspeed. Well, because you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to fi- you don't have to deal with it. Well, I have to deal with myself hooking my shit up over here. And you know, I go back and forth, so I'm always like I have like a bag. Yeah. And the mic is like you should see the mic now. It's been through it's been through hell to get back and forth. Really? Yeah. But here I am. All right. Here you are. Okay. So today we thought, by the way, I'd just like to say, I know we've been hyping up this year and all the fun things we're going to do with this podcast, but it is coming. Uh-huh. Maybe we're off to a little bit of a slow start. Or are we, we doing okay? What are we? I don't know. I just, I feel are like. Are we promising some sort of music well, festival <laughs> or, or country fair? That would be great. Hey guys, we're going to set up a, a, a Ferris wheel and everyone can get on it and listen to us. What did we promise people that was so exciting? We did promise a lot of like really exciting guests. Leisha, it's, like I feel like they're We're in January. We have a long time to make people's dreams come true. <laughs> I'm not going to kill myself over it today. Okay. I just <laughs> I mean we start off with Coleman which is a great start. Anyway, I'm just saying we have a whole year ahead of us. Yes. Hang on for the ride. Yes. But today we're going to answer some listener questions and I have not pre-vetted mm-hmm. these questions or looked at them so I'm just, we're going to fly by the seat of our <laughs> seat of our pants. Uh-oh. Okay. Here we go. We haven't done these questions in a while, yeah. right? They're always fun and interesting, like what people really want to know. Okay, so I'm just going to I'm just going to okay. go. Okay. Okay. Go. This is from Betsy Hart. Betsy. Who is most likely to write a tell-all book behind the scenes of the L word? <laughs> well, it could Not me. It wouldn't be you? No. I mean, don't you have to kind of be a little bit untrustworthy if you're going to be the person to write the tell-all book because you're really spilling all the truth. And so you're kind of like calling people out. I don't know. I'm not into public shaming. Yeah. I mean, you could be anonymous in it and everyone would be like, who wrote the book? But clearly it would only be like one of eight of us. Can you do that? What do I know? First of all, we have to wait for this one to be over and done and years have gone by and then you put the book out, right? Right. And if any of the original viewers of the show are still alive at that point, including ourselves, like, <laughs> and they're still wondering, you know, there would be an audience for that. But we could all, I couldn't do it. I'm not that shady. I couldn't. I couldn't spill tea. You would also be really bad at it. And I'll tell you why. We could get a ghostwriter. Because you can't remember anything. That's true. <laughs> we remember some very specific things, you and I, like, there are some classics from the original. There are some classics. True. You know who would write a good book? Mia Kirshner would write the greatest book. Let's give that job to Mia Kirshner. Mia's the writer. She published a book. Let Mia do it. I give the reins to Mia. I'm sure, you know, she 
has all the time in the world. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have time to do this, nor interest. I'm kidding. Because, but I understand. I'm joking because she has a foundation and she's like working every day, like right. tooth and nail to get it done. So I'm sure she's you like, know. I'm kind of saving the world. I don't need, to. but she would write a great book. Right. She would write a great book. I feel like I could write a great one with your help, remembering some of the stories. I just mm-hmm. don't have the personality type to do that. But let me tell you this. Betsy Hart, there is a good book out there to be written. No, I know who would write a good book. What? Wait, hold on. I know who would write a good book. Erin Daniels. Oh, she'd be great. She would be great. She'd be great. But she left after third season, so a lot happened after that that she wasn't privy to. So then I have to take the job away from Erin. Right. Well, she can be a contributor. Oh, that's another point. It would have to be someone who's still around. Right. Which only leaves three of us. Jennifer would never write this book. Never in a million years. You don't feel like writing it. I could, but I don't want to. What am I going to write? Let's just think. Hold on. Let's get real. What in the world are we going to write? Think about it. Kate. What? I'm genuinely asking. Behind, like if you were, okay, if you were that person. Yeah, if you like were behind that person. Behind the scenes, gossip and. There's a big fat book to be written. I'm not into it. No, I'm not into it either, but you know it's there. The pages would be full. <laughs> Although I did read the Jason Priestley memoir years ago. Okay, here we go. Because I wanted to hear the 90210 OT. And? and guess what? It was like eating dessert. I there could not go. have been fucking happier. And I say that with honor. But that doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Okay. Watch like 10 years suddenly. Be like, Leisha, I got a book deal. <laughs> I hope you do. Okay. This is from Faye Bottomley. Great last name. Rachel did a French accent. Faye Bottomley? Uh-huh. Doesn't that sound like a, a character from Downton Abbey? It does. Well, it's good you're saying that because... Mr. Bates. Oh, Faye Bottomley. It's so funny you're doing what you're doing because the question is, says Rachel did a French accent for Babette. Can any of you do other accents? And there you go. You did it without me even asking. I can do imitations, I think. Like when I watch an English film mm-hmm. or like an Australian film. Uh-huh. You can do an Australian accent. Let's hear it. Let's go. Come on. No, no, no. I can't because I have, I didn't oh. watch an Austra- But when I watch a film that's set in Australia and I hear those voices in my ears uh-huh. for two hours, yeah. I can mimic it, but I'll forget it. Uh, you know, Melbourne? Uh-huh. They sell Mel- Mel- Melbourne. Melbourne. That's your accent. That's how they pronounce it. That's my answer. There you go, Faye. Off the top of my head. Hot off the presses. I can do my Downton Abbey. Do it again. I can say Mr. Bates all day long. Mr. Bates. That's good. Faye Bottomley. I'm terrible with accents. The only time I ever did one was when I played Oliver Twist in seventh grade. That's cute. I'd do anything. You know, so there you go. Okay. I did a West Virginia accent once. That was fun. Oh, that's nice. What's let's, let's, uh, let's go. Yeah. Let's hear it. I watched Coal Miner's Daughter over and over and over again and just tried to... No, I want to hear you do it. Oh, I can't. I can't. I, Sissy I, I, Spacek I, is who you're talking about. Exactly. Sissy Spacek. Um, don't, put, don't put pressure oh, on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. I can't do it off the top of my head. I haven't done it in years. Okay. Moving on. Caitlin Getz. Do you do autographs and where can I get them? Do you do them? No. That's a funny question. Do I do autographs? I mean... I'm going to do some autographs today. Caitlin, we're not sitting around doing autographs. You know what I mean? <laughs> do people... Wait a second. Oh, here's... The, actually, I'm going to throw in a, a side question to this. When you were a kid, what? did you practice your signature? Mm-hmm. And did it change over the years? Yeah, when I learned cursive in whatever grade that was. Yeah. Yes, and it changed over the years. So when you were someone who would give an autograph, do you think that like you honed in on a signature that you had worked out through the years? <laughs> I think you have actually, Leash. I've honed in? I've seen your, your signing. It always looks the same. Can I tell you what happened to me? 
I really struggled. Mm, please, I'm dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gen- now you've piqued my interest. Well, I struggled. Maybe you have this with K's because I K's aren't easy. Uh huh. An L, okay. An L can go a lot of different directions. You can do like I I started mm-hmm. off in elementary school learning L's cursive L's with like the classic like Laverne and Shirley L, the one that's like whoop whoop whoop. Okay. Yes. Loved it. What a beautiful shape. Yep. Yep. I held on to that for years all through high school to. And it's a really ugly way to spell an L. You don't like it? No. Oh, okay. So I think it's it's pretty. Somewhere along the way, it didn't fit me. And I went with a hardcore, like, boxy L, like like an uppercase right angle. But then, like, you can't really do that and then go right into, like, cursive. So then it kind of became like a swirl. And that's what I have. I find the letters that have, like, a swish to them, like a B or a G or an S, like S is the best letter, those are fun, but I'm like you. I have two boxy letters in my name, and so I've never really mastered that K or that M. So now I just like it's chicken scratch. Also, you have a T in there. So like once you get going off the K, if you've made it through, you start swirling with your A, and then a T is right. there to just fuck you up again. <laughs> it's all nope. Yeah, yeah. I've never mastered my. You do have a hard uh, name. And then eventually, I thought, oh, who cares? I'll just. And then, so no, no deep thought to that. Okay. Comes out the same every time, though. How weird, right? Yeah, it's like muscle memory. You just get used to writing it a certain way. I know, but it's insane. Yeah. It's insane, though. Like, it kind of freaks me out that, like, our body, like, every time you do it, it looks identical. The fuck? Okay. This is from Sarah. Do you know your Meyer Briggs personality types? This is funny, Sarah, because the other day my dad called me. My dad, he's an atheist, left-wing, liberal, <laughs> He's the best. No belief in God or the afterlife or anything. He's like, when you're dead, you're dead. I'm like, that's nice, dad. He he was like, you're not my daughter if you believe in astrology. And I was like, dad, we just, it was just a fun thing to do. He was kidding. He's the nicest, loveliest Oh, guy. from the episode? Yeah. He, he wrote this whole diatribe. He texted <laughs> me. just like, this can't be, we can't be related. You cannot believe in the stars. <laughs> and like, it was so funny. But he did say, he goes, I suggest you guys do a Meyer Briggs test and do that. At least it's based in some sort of science. Okay. Although it has been, I guess, you know, okay. some people don't believe in it, but debunked. Yeah, sure. Hasn't everything been debunked? I don't know, but Catholicism has been debunked. It's everything. Yeah, I debunked. thought it was a great idea. I was like, Dad, that's a great idea. We should take this test at some point. And we'll have a lot to discuss. It's, okay. He said it's more grounded. Wait a minute. I think Jennifer has talked about this in the past. It's You, you have to answer about, what, 100 questions? Something. It's a lot of questions, yeah. Whatever question they ask, the answers are most likely to least likely and a couple options in the middle, right, of like whether or not you identify or would do something. I think that's what the – I've heard of it. I've, I don't think I honestly don't know. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I've heard of the anagram. I don't know if the anagram is the same as uh, Meyer Briggs. No, this one's a classic. This one's like psychiatry okay. stuff. So All right. I don't know where we get our hands on this, but I'll get right on top of it's that. a great idea, Sarah. You and you and Robert should You Google online. Okay. You, you Google online. Okay. Meyer Briggs test. Kelly Scarlett wants to know what are your favorite foods? Favorite foods. Wow, you really got really took that in. Because can you really pick a favorite? Well, my friend Allie loves this story about me. I guess I said this like twenty years ago or fifty she if I, what would be my my food on an island. Mm-hmm. What would it be? If it was the one thing I could bring. And I said salad. And she's never gotten over it. 
don't know why. <laughs> I do enjoy a salad. Is that your favorite food, though? No, but it just reminded me of that. My favorite food, hands down, is a chocolate chip cookie. A salad doesn't count. A salad, a salad is a combination of a bunch of foods into a bowl. Okay, but it's it's enjoyable because it's it has variety. It can change. My friend mm-hmm. Carrie put okay. bananas and blueberries in a salad, and I was like, gross, and then I ate it, and it was incredible. It had bananas, blueberries, avocado, cucumber, like things you would never put together, and it was delicious. And I, then I used to I used That's to funny request you it. say that, because you used to hate when we would go to lunch, and the caterer would put strawberries in I know. the spinach salad. But there weren't strawberries in this one. It was more squishy things. It was like bananas and avocados are kind of great together, because it's both squishy, but then you get the lettuce. And the cucumbers, the crunch. If I was on a desert island, I could live on mm-hmm. a hamburger. What's on it? Is it like loaded? I want an old school burger. None of this like fancy artisanal hamburger bullshit. I'm just talking about like a thin patty and the right kind of bread with some lettuce. What's mustard. the bread? Isn't that important? Yeah. It's like, you know, the good old school like in and out bread or Shake Shack bread. A very, very simple. Like a white bun. Correct. With some lettuce mustard, ketchup, a side of fries. I mean, that's my happy place. Okay, no mayonnaise. No. No tomato. You hate, oh, you hate raw tomatoes. People should know that. I despise raw tomatoes. You don't like yeah. the seeds. The, the mushy? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. But I am jealous of people who like it because it does look appealing. Like when someone gets like a bagel with locks and they put all the fixings on it and one of the fixings is like a big thick tomato slice. It looks so good. Oh, it's delicious. Or on a burger or on a sandwich. Yeah, it looks great. I can't do it. No, I when know. When you go to uh, an Italian restaurant and you order like the caprese salad, right? It looks so delicious. Mm-hmm. And I can't get behind it no matter how, how much I try. Right. It never goes down right. I think if I were to pick, it would have to be a hot homemade blueberry muffin. That's my favorite thing. What about popcorn? I love popcorn more than anything. I'm, a, I'm addicted to popcorn. I do. We should post that video where I showed how to make my dad's popcorn. We never did. No, we didn't. We should. And now you're going to get everyone's hopes people up. People might be interested. But it's somewhere. We recorded it. And it then... is somewhere. I have to find it. But yeah, I could house an entire bag of Skinny Pop in like one sitting. Oh, please. I had a problem where I, was, I think I was eating one a day. And, and not feel bad about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, who's? why are you going to feel bad about that? There's more important things to feel bad about. Right. But, you know, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that whole bag. I should have saved some for tomorrow. It's like I have no guilt. Sure, but then you just open another one. Oh, they're so good. And you also like ice cream. I can I can get into some... Frozen yogurt. Yeah, frozen yogurt or like some fake ice cream. Like coconut. Some vegan ice cream. Milk. I can't really get behind that. Like Jenny's ice cream. Is the best ice cream on the planet. On the freaking planet. When I'm out of this business and I can just like fully let myself go... Not that I really hold on, not that I really try anyway, but like when really when no one's looking. You just destroy your lactose intolerance? Oh yeah, I'm going to have popcorn, I'm going to have ice cream, I'm going to have muffins and cookies, Ooh. and I'm going to be happy probably for the first time in my life. I'm kidding, no, I'm so happy. No, but like, wow, talk about joy. Helix. I love every chance we get to talk about our mattresses. I had the most fabulous night of sleep last night. We did. We both. You went to bed at nine. I went to bed at I think nine thirty. Before I woke up at five a.m. because I had to watch these episodes for the recap. Hours. Those hours in bed were luxury, right? I was in bliss because you were on your Helix mattress, all warm and cozy. I was. I actually have had a better night of sleep on this Helix mattress than I've had on any other mattress I've slept on in ages. 
You know why? Because you took the quiz. That's right. Helix offers a lineup of 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix uh, Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how do you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They have the right questions. And your personalized mattress is then shipped straight to your door free of charge. Doesn't going to a mattress store seem like so old school now? Completely. Very analog. And by supporting Helix, you're allowing them to support our show. Thanks, everyone. So go purchase your Helix and thank us for your best night's sleep. Next time you see us. You can thank us in person. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows to our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash pants and use code helixpartner20. That is their best offer yet and won't last long. Because with Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, Kate. Well, you know I love wine. I just watched the movie Sideways. Oh. And I wanted to have a glass of wine after watching Paul Giamatti describe so beautifully different notes of wine. Fantastic movie, but I don't know as much as the experts in Sideways know about wine. I don't, I don't. And that's why, well, that's why First Leaf is so great for all of us because they're going to help us through the process. This wine club personalizes wines for you. They'll ask you what you're into. Do you like almonds? Yes. Do you like chocolate? I love it. They're like, Leisha, say no more. Here's the wine for you. How great is that? So are you excited about trying First Leaf? I'm so excited to try First Leaf. Okay, great. Also, the more wines you choose on First Leaf, the more they get to know you and the more like distinct they get with what they're picking for you. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash pans to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash pants. Tryfirstleaf.com slash pants. You guys know we love to do a little spring refresh and a great place to start with is surprise, your luggage. I mean, I don't know about you, Kate, but I have like in my shed probably a lot more luggage than I need. Well, when I got this space bag, I was like, buy old luggage. I have the perfect bag now. Before I started using base, I would notice their bags like the weekender or the suitcase and it would be like, okay, next time that'll be mine because they just look sleek and they're easy to use. And now that's me. I have one. I can confidently say these things make your life infinitely better. Yeah, and base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. You have 360-degree glided wheels, cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Well, our listeners can also have base with our 15% off first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash pants. You go to basetravel.com slash pants. You get your 15% off for your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash pants. Okay, what's the next one? Okay, this is from Katie Foreman. Who is your straight girl crush in Hollywood? Straight Straight girl crush. crush. Haven't we talked about this? Oh. Hi, Banjo. Hi. Straight. I feel like I have a good one right in the tip of my tongue and I can't, for whatever reason, remember who it is. You wish she was on the tip of your tongue. Oh, Leisha. Oh, sorry, Kate. Did I upset you? I don't know. I, it changes. It shifts. It does. 
God, but there is someone, and I can't think of who it is, and it's going to like hit me in three hours. I did watch uh, Wonder Woman last night, and when I say watch, I say that loosely because I literally like watched whatever Kristen Wiig was in, and then I would fast forward to like the next scene Kristen Wiig was in and fast forward to the next uh, one because I'm obsessed with her. Also, it's a horrible movie. Why would you want to sit through that whole thing? I don't want to say it out loud, but I'm going to say it. It was, it was deadly. Deadly. But Gal Gadot's beauty is out of control. It's so shocking. You yeah. kind of can't believe it, right? You, you're watching, yeah. you're like, that can't be a real person. Yeah. You know who else I think did something really remarkable in a past life to come into this life? Looking the way she does? does, does. No, 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 no. <laughs> she's not just absolutely gorgeous, but she's so insanely talented. Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. What did you do in a past life? Right. Like, it's out of control. Is that what it takes? I didn't know that that was the criteria, coming in as a supermodel. No, I'm just, say- no, I'm just saying. It's like... I better get to work. I better get to work. <laughs> I think you did okay, Kate. I think you came in okay. I did fine. I, I, I'm fine. Could be worse, could be better. It is what it you is. You weren't like Mother Teresa in your la- past life, but you were like, you did something pretty great. I'm, I'm fine. Oh, my God. You're so drop-dead gorgeous. Shut up. Oh, you're nice. I'm fine. It's Really? Yeah. I have to say, Kristen Wiig, funny people are so much more attractive. That I think if I was to like yes. talk about a crush, it would be someone more like that. I know who I have a crush on. I've had a who? crush on him for years. Seth Rogen. Oh, adorable. You know he's into pottery. He makes pottery. I know. He makes for his joints. No, but more than that. No, no. He's like full. He's deep. He's amazing. I think I love that guy. And I think he's so I know. utterly adorable. He is. He's a cute one. And charming. It's charisma. It's like you don't even have to be gorgeous. It's just like he has that charisma. I know. I know. Some people have it. Some people you gotta don't. You got to have something. What are you going to do? got to have something going on. Yeah. Okay. From Laura Burns, what was the moment in each of your lives when you knew you were famous and that your life had seriously changed? I don't think I've had that moment. She follows up with... If your house oh. was on fire and you could only save three items of clothing, what would you save? Oh, Christ. Okay. First of all. Goodness me. Lauren, we're not famous. No. Right? I mean, we're on a show that no. I think in the gay world, if we were to walk into like the Cubby Hole or the Abbey in West Hollywood, sure, you're going to get some attention. But like, I can walk this earth perfectly fine. <laughs> me too. Maybe there was like a, you know what, Leash? There was a period what? of time like. It was like 2005, 2006, maybe 2007. I remember it kind of starting for all of us a little bit. And because we were in Canada, it didn't affect us because no one came up to, nobody, you know, nobody follows right. around Canada. But cut to now, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, you're at like Ralph's getting your popcorn and nobody's like, oh my God. Ever, ever, ever. By the way, I don't think it sounds great anyway. I don't consider myself famous. No, me either. Okay, if your house was on fire and you could save three items of clothing, specifically, I guess. Clothing. What would you save? Yeah, three items of clothing. Well, I would definitely save my jean jacket that has the puffy inside. The little... Oh, that's cute. Fake sheeps. I love that thing. That's a good jacket on If I lose it, I'm going to... It's going to be a dark day. Well, you lost that other great jacket. I know. That's what I'm saying. That that I'm very upset about. So stay on top of it and don't lose it. I have one pair of Wranglers that I think I probably wear like most days of the week. Right. They're holy in a way that I have to like go take care of it. Right. And then I have a favorite pair of cowboy boots that would crush me if I left them somewhere. Well, there you go. Those, those would be my three. Would I run back into a fire for these things? No. I don't need to die over these items. But if I had a minute and I was like, oh, I should grab a couple of things. It's starting to smoke. It's that thing after you survived the fire and you got out okay, three hours later you'd start assessing in your head what you lost and you'd think of those and say, shit. 
I love that jacket. Or you'd be like, wow, what I learned is it's not about things. Right. Yeah. You could have True. one of those. True. It's about the people I love, and it's about, yeah. Exactly. All my loved ones were out of the house. What about you? Huh? What about you? I would take my favorite pair of jeans, I'd take my favorite pair of boots, and I'd take my favorite jacket. So specific. Thank you. Lauren's like, thanks, Kate. I go through stages of like, oh, I really like that jacket. And now I really like this jacket. So whatever jacket it would be at that time, God forbid, I would take that one. Okay. This is from Fallon Gold. Fallon? That's a stage name. Wait, hold on. I hope F- Fallon wait, does. Wait, wait, wait. Is it spelled F- F-A-L-L-O-N? What a great name. Fallon? Great first name. Fallon Gold. Ooh, what a good name. Do you wish that like looking back you had changed your name knowing that like you were yes. going to get into the- Me too. Yes. Why? You have a great name. It's okay, but like I... Bless you. Sorry, I had a sneeze. It never occurred to me that I should even consider changing my name because if I had given myself that chance, the shit I would have come up with. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Can you imagine what I would be if you met me? No. And I was something, something. You would have been like, oof. Uh, But I am sad that I just like rolled with my name. Although I love my name. I don't know if it's that stagey. My mom actually warned me, and she was like, you might want to think about your name. Oh, really? When you join SAG, because <gasps> your life is going to be about mispronunciation. It has been. And I said, I'll be fine. And she was like, okay, I'm just telling you. She's like, at the very least, drop the O, so people pronounce it properly. And right. I was like, ah, oh, and I'm being like my underachieving asshole self at that age i was like no no it's fine i don't care meanwhile i totally care and she was right meanwhile no one can get it right Mm -mm. for those who are wondering it's menig hold on going back to that other girl's question which one the signal of like i know when i'll be famous it's like when someone says my name correctly you feel famous without me having to tell them otherwise then i'll be like i made it hilarious so did you have a name that you wish you had picked no i never got that far okay Mm -mm. I kind of wish I'd worked in my middle name. Yeah, you have a good one. I don't know how, but I kind of wish it was my first name. I wish I worked my middle name in too. I know. Sean is yours. I feel the same way. And Gardner is yours. Yeah. But my mom was like, no. She's like, you're going to wander. You're going to be called Cyan Monig your entire life. Yeah, because it's spelled funny. Or not funny, but. Yeah. It is. And people would think I have a career in plants. <laughs> be a great landscape architect. <laughs> What's the next question? Okay. Well, that wasn't the question. It just made no. me think of it. So Fallon Gold, who has a great name. Great name. Any advice for queer or gay performers thinking of coming out of the closet? Oof. That's a deep question, Fallon. Yeah. Advice? I was actually about to rip off what you've said. Go ahead. So you can say it. No, you say it. What? I've heard you say it. And I was like, that's a really great, great way to put it. I don't know what I said. Go at your own pace. Never be told what to do or have pressure around you to like do anything, you know. Precisely, yeah. Like it took you a while. Everyone has their it own your process. process. Everyone, you know, has to digest things differently. Don't ever feel pressure from anyone. No. Because I think that is just as detrimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pressure. The pressure and feeling like you have to keep up with the Joneses. You really don't. You just have to keep up with yourself. I fully support what you've just said. Totally mm-hmm. believe in it. Yeah. Also, I'm a big believer in coming out of the closet because I think, in general, I think it frees you up. It it allows you to be your authentic self and is pretty great. Look, it's it's hard. Just but don't fall under peer pressure. Yeah. Do what you want, Fallon. I don't know if you're the one asking, but Seriously. your life, really. It's no one else's. Yeah. Also, Fallon said, P.S., please don't get sugar gliders, okay? Okay. They're not domesticated. And the reason that one is wearing a cone is because... 
Oh, it's under extreme anxiety oh. and in captivity. Well, here's the deal. <gasps> Fallon, here's the deal. We were never really going to get fucking sugar gliders. Where on earth would we get no, a sugar I just glider? Think it's a fantasy. It's like my elephant living in the backyard. You think I'm going to get one? No. Right. But I'd love to have one in my fantasy. So don't worry. Sugar gliders right. are safe in our houses. Oh, no. Sure. We weren't serious. No, no, no. We weren't serious. Oh, a little sugar glider having an anxiety attack. I can't believe that news. I thought it had just had like an operation or something. Hold on. You're what? not supposed to, with any wild animal, you're not supposed to do that. But koalas, apparently, you're not supposed to hold koalas because of anxiety. They get really like anxious and stressed out when they're handled by humans, even though they're raised in a way. So like a human can hold them and get a f- picture with a koala when they visit. Oh, please. People with pictures with an- all that whole thing, yeah. that trend no. needs to go away. Yeah, it needs to stop. This is from Rachel Hall. I just listened to the Idols episode. It seems okay. a bit sad that your big movie treat when you watched with your dad was an apple. Can you dig a little deeper into this? <laughs> That's a funny question. Why? Why does it seem sad? <laughs> I like that question. I, can, I understand uh, what she's I, saying. I, I, no, I don't. I had an apple. I liked apples. I don't get what's so sad about having an apple. What am I supposed to have? A Snickers bar? That's sad. You're like, oh, I'm eight and I'm eating a Snickers bar. Don't pretend you don't like candy. I have a dedicated candy jar just for you at my house that you I don't like chocolate. Literally beeline for every time I you do. come over. But my, that's not my point. My point. It's my, full of lollipops. True. And I'm a grown adult who can make her own choices. I keep it stocked. But like. What am I? I don't get what's so sad about that. There's really nothing to get too deep. Well, because you're like, oh, movie night with dad. Yeah, let me grab my apple. Yeah, what's wrong with that? No, genuinely, tell me what's wrong with that. I don't think she's saying it's wrong. She just wants to know a little bit more about it. She wants you to. She wants you to dig it's in. It's really not that deep. The reasons. I just liked apples, and they happened to be available. Did you find that it was hard to hear the movie over the crunch? No, because back then I had good hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we had another gynecologist write in Mm -hmm. to say that vaginas are a self-cleaning oven. Okay. And that washing them knuckle deep with soap is a bad, bad idea. And that's in capitals. It causes BV. First of all, I don't know what BV is. I don't either, but I don't want Second of all, is that something Dr. Ross told us to do? I don't remember. I don't remember that. First of all, I I must have a self-cleaning vagina because I've... I don't find myself having to knuckle. No. You know what I mean? I don't know if we said that. If we if we have suggested something that's a very bad idea and is causing something that's that has painful. the initials BV that I don't know. Ouch. Huh. Okay. Yeah, no. All right. Well, I guess we have to do a uh, follow-up with Dr. Ross to make sure that. Oh, we do need to. We were going to do that anyway. We'll bring that up next time. I'm on top of that. Okay. Esther Van Den Owland. Do you think women who date women are more passive than women who date men? Her name is Esther? Uh-huh. I like that name. Okay, go ahead. What? It's E-S-T-H-E-R, but I'm I'm assuming the H is silent because I don't think it'd be Esther. Okay. Okay. What's the question? <laughs> I feel like I just did an accent. <laughs> Esther. Do you think women who date women are more passive than women who date men? No. What? No. no. Oh, my God. Not at all. Mm-mm. I don't even understand the question. I don't either. We got, after our last episode uh-huh. on astrology, my, uh-huh. my father's favorite episode, uh-huh. we got a couple of uh, astrologers that are interested. Okay? Oh, right. Okay. This is real. Well, no. So Drew Ish is a professional queer astrologer okay. and would love to read our charts. Okay. She said, I met Leisha years ago. 
Okay. And she told me her birth time was 12.35 a.m. in Japan. Totally true. By the way, how did I even have that info on my... And why would you give it to a stranger? My back pocket. And where were we? Did, was she at a murmur show? And Why would I... Like, I'm born <laughs> at 12, 12 a.m. and Okinawa. Where was I? That would have been a very long time ago. Is that, like, is that what you would, like, scream out to your fans? I don't know. It seems so personal, right? So she said, which gives her an Aries rising. But on the pod, you said she has an Aquarius rising, which means she either gave me the wrong time, which I didn't, Drew, or the app you're using is not accurate, which wouldn't surprise her. So she'd like to do an accurate reading. I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool. Another astrologer does a lot for Glamour magazine, Mm -hmm. has a couple of books out. Mm -hmm. She said, here's my credentials and hit me up. Awesome. She also said she knows Drew. Which is so funny. It must be a small world. The astrologer field? Queer astrologers. I don't know Mm. what the difference, like what. I don't either. So she said Drew called her attention to this episode. Okay. And so she was like, we could maybe do it together. That's good to know. That's Vanessa Montgomery. I had no idea that we really hit the astrology market. Well, that's great. That's it for the uh, listener questions this week. What? Wow. Right on. I, I feel like we got a to-do list done. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? No, I'll just say what you, I'll just reiterate what you said, which is, you know, we have a lot of things planned oh. coming up this year. Oh, no. <laughs> if you didn't like our little answering <laughs> You're Q&A, me laugh right now. well, you know, just bear with us. We're going to have guests on. We're going to have some great people coming around. It's just we got to plan it out. We're both working. So our schedules. That That is what it is. It's kind of <laughs> tricky right now because Leisha and I, we don't. We don't work like the other day we worked a couple of days together, but we don't always work on the same days. It's it's a little bit of a challenge to find the day where both of us can do it. So bear with us. But, you know, we're uh, we have some good ideas coming up. I just want to give people, you know, people are wondering some hope, some hope. That's what they're thinking. That's what I think they're thinking. Well, I mean, considering the vaccine rollout has gone to a crawl, we might be having to stay in our homes a wee bit longer than we thought. I know. And I can't wait to do this with you in person. Oh, God. Not that I don't see you all the time. Listen, in in theory, we could do it because we're in the same pod. We're being tested all the time. Oh, I know. Listen, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thanks again for sticking sticking here. Sticking here. Wow. I got we got to close this up cuz I'm not making any sense. Okay. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Pants. Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by Leisha Haley and her best friend Kate Menick. Rachel Shelley, that's me, is our editor and producer over in the UK. Please listen and subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want Pants to keep going, hit that subscribe button. You can follow Pants on Twitter and Instagram at The Pants Pod. If you like us, please leave a review on iTunes. You can email us at pantspodcast at yahoo.com. Theme song by Carolina Para from the band CSS. Graphics are by Love Fox. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.